Hey there, and welcome to the Tap That Magic podcast. My name is Stephanie Eastman, and this is a space where we celebrate and activate your money-making magic in business through the things that make you different and even the things that make you a little weird. Hello, and welcome back to the Tap That Magic podcast. Today, I have been like so excited to record this episode, honestly, because this has been one of my favorite Instagram posts recently. So I wanted to expand upon it for you and just kind of like riff here on the podcast. And so <laughs> this is coming from a Lutheran school girl. I like grew up going to Lutheran school, and it's basically like my commandments for my business. <laughs> and so this is this is entitled Thou shalt not in business. The things you should not be doing, whether you are brand spanking new or you're rebranding or you're pivoting or you know you make $50,000 a month. It doesn't matter where you're at whenever you hear these things because we're always going to go and be navigating through similar issues, right? But they're just gonna grow. They're just gonna get broader. They're just gonna get bigger as we go in business. And so these are truly like my foundations of where I'm at right now. And I want you to take this and keep this in your back pocket because understand like whenever you're building a business, it can be uncomfortable. Not just sometimes, like a lot of the times because you're doing something brand new that you've never done before. Even me, somebody that ran a business for four and a half years. I was a lavender farmer. I made all natural products. I sold sold my stuff and shipped it across the country. I sold my stuff at farmer's markets. I still, as I switched over to business coaching, have learned so much every single day. I've had to stretch myself. I've had to be very uncomfortable. But on the other side of being uncomfortable, you become this new version of you that is just unshakable. And it is the most beautiful thing. And speaking of being unshakable, my very first thou shalt not in business is thou shalt not be butthurt by the opinions of trolls and haters. And this is really intimidating whenever you first start, especially if you're somebody that goes on live video, you prioritize live video, or even like if you just put out content every day, eventually there's gonna be somebody that pushes back, that says like, who do you think you are? Or like, what gives you the right? Or like, oh my God, no, that is so wrong. You are a loser. And holy crap, in those moments when you first have somebody, and you can have, I'm telling you right now, you can have a hundred comments about people being like, this is amazing, I wanna learn more, tell me about what you do, blah, blah, blah. But you see that one comment of somebody that's like, you suck. (laughs) And you're like, you just like focus in full pull. And And at first it can like drag you down and it can like absorb your whole day, right? But the more and more you put yourself out there in business, I'm telling you, you will be less and less butthurt by the opinions of trolls and haters. Because like, honestly, one of my favorite sayings is like, nobody that's more successful than you is ever going to like sit there and hate on you. They just won't. They don't have time to talk crap about you. They don't have time. And if for some freaking reason they do, block, mute, get rid of this person, right? You don't have to have anybody in your space that doesn't feel good for you. So it's totally up to you. Whether you get rid of these trolls and haters, you block them, whether you ignore them, you know, like some people like to clap back. I've watched, oh my God, I've watched this girl on TikTok and she 
is so funny about the way that she approaches like trolls and haters. She will like comment on their thing and be like, can you explain? Or like question mark, question mark, tell me more. And all it does is like boost her engagement. You know what I mean? She just like plays dumb with trolls and haters. So like whatever way that you navigate through this, don't don't let this be something that you carry with you, that you start sugarcoating your content, that you start being less of yourself because all it means whenever you have trolls and haters coming into your world is that honestly, in my point of view, you're doing something right. Know what you're doing right is that you're creating and you're putting stuff out there and you're being vulnerable and you're sharing your truth. So like ranging ding, that's a freaking win for you. And these people on the internet, don't let the bad comments outweigh all of the incredible impact, money, growth that you are here to experience. It just doesn't have room. We don't have room for that. And you are so much more powerful than a comment online. Like I'm gonna say it right now. You are so much more powerful than what anybody can say online. So don't let yourself be shaken by what somebody says. Like they have no, they have no room to hang out in your brain. They don't unless you allow that. My next thou shalt not, is thou shalt not be salty because of the number of likes on a post. And boy, golly, if I didn't have to like learn this lesson again and again, because I realize now more and more of very successful entrepreneurs, we're talking like six, seven, eight figure entrepreneurs with low engagement, like you would never guess from the results that they have in their business that like, like this this whole engagement thing doesn't play into stuff as much as you think. And so you post something that you're like, oh my God, this is the cat's pajamas. And then it gets like four likes. Stop making it be the end of the world. Because I'm telling you right now, I've seen people that have $50,000 launches that the most, the most likes they ever get on posts are like eight. So don't ever let the number of likes determine what it is that you're doing and the message that it is that you are broadcasting to the world. Because what I've learned from like lower engagement posts is not that like, hey, I suck and people don't like what it is that I'm saying. It's more so like, ooh, I really like this idea behind this post, but how can I say it in a way that's even more captivating? Like I take it on as a challenge for myself because at the end of the day, it is not up to your audience to be there and be your fangirl and to give you validation. Like that is not their job. That is not their job. If anything, it is your job to get better at being specific and get better at the way that you phrase things and so I, I see it as like a two-sided coin. It's like, okay, if you're experienced low engagement right now, it's like, how can you challenge yourself through learning more about hooks, through learning more about calls to action, things like that, through learning more about like how your content actually looks whenever it comes up on the explore page. Like this is a challenge for you to get better, but also on the other side of it, to not make it mean diddly squat about you or what you have to offer people. Like if you can literally just let that go and say like, 
This doesn't affect how I coach people. This doesn't affect how I help people get results. This is literally just one piece of my business and I get to get better at it every single day. And I know that some people come in with more experience this or in this area than others, you know? I used to post for my for my lavender company, but I never understood hooks and I never understood like the power of having like a big punch whenever it came to my posts. And so that's something I continue to do to this day. Like literally the other day, well, I guess it was a couple of weeks ago, I wrote a document and it was a 16 page document on different hooks. And so I usually revisit hooks at least like once a quarter and say like, okay, how can I beef up my content even more to be even more specific and pack an even greater punch? So thou shalt not be salty because of the number of likes on your post, because that does not determine your results. It does not. Those, those numbers do not have to equal the number of sales because there are plenty of people out there, I'm telling you right now, who have oodles and oodles and oodles of followers and likes, but they're not making the kind of money that they wanna make. So don't ever put somebody on a pedestal because of their number of followers or what's happening with their content. Learn what you need to learn from those people, but know that you can be successful no matter what is going on in your business. People can hire you while you're figuring this out and you're getting better at it, okay? Okay. The next one is thou shalt not be pissy because of a ghosted DM. And oh my gosh. Yeah, so true. Um, oh my gosh. If I didn't experience this so much whenever I came into the online space of like where people would reach out and reach out and then it would be like cricket, cricket, cricket. Cricket, cricket, cricket. And it's like, oh my God, what happened? Whenever they DM me and be like, I want to get into this offer. And then... And then I just wouldn't hear anything. And then the spiraling happens of the getting pissy and being like, did I say something wrong? Is this price out of range? Like what happened here? Like, did I post something that pissed them off? And I'm gonna tell you what, no longer does what anybody does in my DMs like take up a second of my time other than if they ask a question and I respond to it or I send them the link. Like it is so totally up to other people to make their own decisions in business. And like, I keep it simple. I keep it to the point. I don't try to get into these DMs and like talk people into an offer. I literally just assume that people are as smart, if not smarter than me, and they know exactly what they want. Because for me, I will literally like stalk somebody's page for two days, like maybe like something here or there, watch their stories, and then I'll reach out and be like, can I have a payment plan? Can I pay in full? Like I would like this offer. And they may not have even been advertising that that day in their stories. Like I'm just smart enough to know what I need and reach out for it. And then you get to make the decision. So instead of like, taking it as something that like there's something wrong with you or you have money blocks or you know like you just like stop letting being ghosted in the dms have any effect on you because that's that person's decision that is that person's decision and all you need to take away from that is a challenge again of like hmm Let's see if I can articulate the value of this offer even more and leave leave it behind. Leave them in the dust. They will circle back around if they're like, okay, this thing is for me. Sometimes people just need a little bit longer to make decisions. Like 
My husband takes like 24 hours to make decisions. I'm more of like in that moment, I know, but every now and again, I'll take two or three days before it's like a full body yes. You know what I mean? So allow people to have their own process with buying. Don't make it mean anything about you or that your offer sucks or that you suck. Let it go. Like truly let it go and don't let it absorb any of your time. And this is just truly a mindset switch of like, okay, instead of focusing in on this person hasn't bought and I sent them the link three hours ago, how can you go and sell it on your stories and be even more captivating and showcase the value even more. I literally, like literally everything in business, I just take as a challenge to get better. Instead of being like, oh, I suck. I'm like, oh, actually like, Let's go take this energy that we would have used dwelling over something that A, you have no control over and B, like you don't know that person's story. So I take that energy instead of dwelling on that and I go create and I go show up bigger and better than I had before. (laughs) Okay, thou shalt not be bummed over only, I put in little bunny ears, only, yeah, detachment, only 10 signups. Here's the thing. Whenever you are starting a business, there is going to be a time where it's a little quieter than it will be two or three years from now, right? If you continue doing your thing and you continue showing up, your audience will grow and grow and grow, right? The people that will sign up will grow and grow and grow. But one of my favorite things whenever I first started getting online and I started teaching, I remember this, I think, I forget who said it, but it was like, show up like you're teaching to a room of 50 people, even if there's just one person listening. Like if you can master talking to one person and having them get results from the things that you're saying, then you can do all of the bigger numbers. Because sometimes I think that we assume the first time that we run a program, you're like, oh my God, I want 100 people in this program. But like, are you fully capable of doing that? Like, let's be real with ourselves. Like, do you have all your ducks in a row where 100 people in that offer would make sense for you? Because I know if the very first time I would have had a a group offer that I launched, if a hundred people would have signed up, I mean like, A, I would have lived through it, right? I would have survived it. I would have been just fine. I would have learned on the other side. But there's something about making it all count and making it all important, right? Like, Whenever you have 10 people that signed up for that masterclass, like how freaking groovy is that that 10 people wanted to learn from you? Like I always love the image. It's like if 10 people showed up in your office right now that wanted to learn from you and wanted to pay you, like you would just be like blown away and excited, right? That's 10 human beings. I think about this with followers as well. I have like, I'm getting close to like the 6,000 follower mark on TikTok and I'm like, that's like some people might be like, that's not a lot of people. But for me, I'm like, that's almost 6,000 people that think that I'm cool and want to listen to what I have to say, right? Like, so remember, not it's not about the numbers in the beginning. It's about the quality of the work that you're delivering. And if you can show up and knock the socks off of one person and have that change the trajectory of their life or their health or their business, whatever it is that you teach, like that's a freaking win. 
that is a freaking win. And then you have the testimonials from that person or those 10 people, and you can showcase to others how you can change their life through your offer. And so don't ever be in that place where you're like, oh, I thought 30 people would have signed up by now. Because A, you never know how your launch is gonna pan out. I have had people that everybody signed up in the presale. I have had launches where people came in in the middle of things before the cart closed and after the presale ended, where it was like the majority of people that signed up, they signed up in the middle. And I was like, damn, that was interesting, right? I've had it where people come and hop on at the last minute, right? So A, you never know when when people are gonna sign up for your offer or how many people are just like sitting there on the bleachers watching you do your thing that are ready to hop in or they watch you sell your butt off and get these testimonials that the next time you sell this offer, they're like, yes, 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 I'm so ready. Please, please, like, let's go. Or, you know, like, it's truly about gratefulness in business and like not putting all of your eggs in the basket of like, it's ride or die with this launch. If this launch doesn't go well, then everything's gonna crumble. Like no launch should ever feel like that. That's being mean to yourself, to be honest with you. Like that's being mean to yourself to put that much pressure on one thing. And the more that you can take a step back and take a deep breath with these things and say, it doesn't matter how many people sign up. Like I'm gonna learn something and I'm gonna get better each time I do that. And then one day, all of your work, it adds up. All of your work that you put in to getting better and articulating the value and creating content around the offer, one day it literally all adds up and the floodgates open. So just know that if you can show up and be grateful for every single person that comes into your world because they want to learn from you, that multiplies. Like anytime I have a sign up, I'm like, thank you more, please. Like, thank you. Show me how I can I can serve this person even better. Show me. Like, show me how I can do this and be an even better coach, right? So thou shalt not be bummed over only 10 signups because that is a recipe for just always feeling lackluster and that things are never enough. And I'm going to tell you what, like, how can you be grateful right now for what you have, but also know that more is always coming and know that it's always going to get bigger and better every single time, right? The next one is, oh, girl, thou shalt not be bitter because of someone else's wins. If you are an online business coach or health coach or you just operate an online business or you're a human being in this planet, like it can be so easy in the online space to compare yourself to others and to be like, why do I not have these results yet whenever I'm doing the exact same thing as this other person, but they're blowing up and I feel like Cricket City. You've truly got to get into your own lane and be like a Clydesdale. You know how the little Clydesdales on the Budweiser wagon have those blinders on? You are that cute little Clydesdale with your blinders on and you focus in on you because everybody's time frame for success is going to be different. Just because somebody else started making $60,000 months within the first three months of their business doesn't mean that you won't ever get there just because you've been doing it for six months, 
You know what I mean? Like it does not matter what the results are currently because you know where you're going. Like you know what you want to create, right? And you know that you're going to keep showing up and you're going to keep getting better every day. So it is truly up to you to navigate your responses to those things. And you know, if that means for a while that you block everybody else that's doing business and you just focus in on you, if you mute everybody else just so you can focus in on what you're doing, then do that. If you're somebody that addresses it as it comes up and you're like, okay, I see this. Yeah, this is what I would like. Instead of being like angry or like a twisted stomach of like, how come this hasn't happened for me? You instead take this and be like, oh, this is sexy. I love this. This is good. This is juicy. This is what I want more of. Like, yes, yes, yes. I'm so glad that this person has paved the way and shown me that this was possible. This is what I've experienced with working with mentors. It's like, yes, there are times where you're going to be... I like hate the word triggered. Like I literally, it annoys me so much now. But like there are going to be times where you're going to see something and it's going to be like, ouch, like, oh my gosh, like why hasn't that happened that way for me? But on the other side of that, it's like, thank you. Thank you that I am seeing this, that I now know that this is possible. I'm going to go double that now. Thank you. Like I'm going to go triple that now. I'm going to go do something that I haven't ever seen somebody do before, but Instead of being bitter about where somebody else is, again, it is a challenge and it is a calling for you to improve yourself and to get better. Always see these things in these moments as a calling for you to improve yourself. You're never going to be angry at the time that you spend or think that this time that you spend is being wasted if you sit there and you just continue to grow and you can let go of what's going on in the the lane to the left of you and the lane to the right of you, just take the inspiration and the pieces that you need and continue to run with it. And this is another thing, I've talked about this before, but the importance of selective learning. For me, the past like five or six months has really been like releasing and muting the majority of people that I've had on my Instagram and focusing in on three to five people, like two of them being people that I'm paying (laughs) and let go of the rest, let go of the rest. And really, instead of having like this shiny object syndrome or this shiny messaging syndrome, going full pull with these people that I'm like, hey, I want to learn from you and just sinking my teeth in and running with their method. And of course, like making the tweaks for myself with it, but not straying from that. And I'm going to tell you what, it takes way more discipline to not look at other people's content than it does to um, to just sit there and scroll mindlessly. And that's whenever like the bitterness comes into play. If you're sitting there, instead of like using your time to create for yourself or to learn something from a mentor, if you're just scrolling and scrolling, like you're going to have like leave way more space for you to doubt yourself, for you to become bitter than if you just get on there, learn what you need to learn, post, create your thing, speak to your ideal clients. You're going to feel so much better and more energized than sitting there and playing the comparison game. Okay. If you know me, you know that I say MK a lot. It's because I watched way too much South Park as a child. (laughs) And that's like Mr. Mackey, the little guidance counselor. Okay. (laughs) Okay. And the last one is more of like, this is what you should do. 
It's thou shalt be grateful. I think I've said grateful a thousand times on this podcast episode, but I don't care because it really does come back to like thankfulness in your life every single day. Like thankfulness that you wake up in a comfy, cozy bed. Like thankfulness that you have a hot shower. Thankfulness that we have these free platforms that we can run our business off of. Like thankful because running a business is cool. Like building something from the ground up is super cool and like never in history has that ever existed before. So like first and foremost, you are so incredibly blessed that you can create a business from scratch. I'm literally sitting here in like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle socks with a blanket on my lap being able to record this podcast episode that's going to be listened to for years to come. I get to sit here and be on this TikTok live and and speak to people in all different states and all different cities and all different parts of the world. Never before has there been that availability for us. Like you would have had to get on your horse and ride town to town to go sell your book or get up on stages and speak. So like how blessed are we? that we can create a business from these free platforms that have everything we need and more to be our most creative self, to be our most self-expressed self, to get out there and make money doing the things that we love. Never has there been a time in the world like we have now. So I know a lot of people like want to talk shit about like what's going on with the world and blah, 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 blah. Like I tune out on that because I am just so freaking grateful. I was even sitting there looking at my laundry basket the other day. And this goes so far outside of business, but it's it's truly about the way that you practice life that you carry that over into your business. I was looking at my laundry basket the other day of all of these towels that I had to fold, right? And instead of being like, ah, crap, I got to fold all these towels. I was just like, how cool is it that I can literally walk five steps and do my laundry and not have to like hang it outside or like, like anything like that. You know, we are so fortunate in this day and age and running a business has never been simpler with all of the apps, with all of the ways to make it easy, you know, like QuickBooks and this, that, the other, all of these different all these different ways of showing up and sharing your message, it's all there and ready for you. So you have zero excuse not to get out there and start creating offers, posting the content every single day and getting on the lives and building an audience, building a brand around the lessons that you teach and the things that you love. There's literally no excuse. So thou shalt be grateful because running a business is cool as fuck. Like it really is so cool. And just like getting married or having children, um, like starting a business and becoming an online entrepreneur is gonna be one of the biggest growth tools in your entire life. And there's gonna be moments where it feels like you're doing it wrong. And there's going to be moments where it feels really uncomfortable and scary. And there's going to be moments where those investments feel really big and and honestly, like feel bigger than you ever have before. But if you can master yourself and become neutral through all these things and even like excited, even excited whenever things hiccup or excited whenever, like honestly, whenever things are going crazy, if you can just be thankful and be like, all right. I've got everything it takes to master this. You are going to like, you're going to become the most unshakable person 
on the freaking internet. So remember this, whenever you you are building your business or you're pivoting or you're rebranding or you're just like existing as a business owner and wanting to grow and wanting to evolve more every single day, that like all of these things, the thou shalt nots that we talked about, you can let all of those things go. They don't have to be a big deal that weighs you down for a day, a week, a month. You can let those things go. You can actively choose to think better and to do better and to take action instead of, instead of, you know, waiting around and trying to navigate this emotional roller coaster. If you channel that energy into action, into making yourself better, you will never regret doing that. So take this, take the pieces that you need and freaking run with it. This is a good one to come back to again and again and again. And by the way, if you are a regular Tap That Magic listener, or if you have never listened to this podcast before, make sure that you go, we're doing our very first giveaway, just so you know, but make sure you go leave a five-star review because we just got this started like, I think it was the end of November and I've been dropping episodes most weeks. Got a lot of really cool interviews with other business owners and just a lot of really cool lessons, a lot of cool posts that I get to riff on even further. But make sure you rate this five stars, whether you're on Apple or Spotify, and then DM me. I would love to hear how you like these and let me know that you you left that five-star rating. And on February 29th, I will be doing a drawing. I've already got a couple of different entries, so make sure you enter. Go leave that five-star review, DM me, tell me that you left that rating, and you will be entered to win a week of Voxer business coaching where we can either do game plan work, where we like strategize your next moves, I can help you with your mindset, or even sprinkle a little bit of those gene keys in there as well. But I will be on February 29th, I will pick out the winner and I will be announcing them on the podcast. So make sure you go rate that. Take everything I said today, put it in your pocket, the pieces that you need, and go absolutely bananas with it in your business. Love you. Bye-bye.